This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Final hour of the show today. Lightning bets before we wrap up, and we start to take a look at these AFC and NFC championship games. Mentioned it earlier, but it bears repeating. If you missed anything in the first two hours, we'll podcast it later. And, of course, you can always rewind inside your Odyssey app as well, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free. Download it today and take us with you as we are live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. Be sure to follow us on social media as well, at BetQL Daily. Uh, We will get into Lions-Niners NFC Championship game, Detroit's first-ever NFC Championship game, uh, Niners' 19th NFC Championship game. Um, in the Super Bowl era is just wild. They've been there, what, one out of every, I think that makes it one out of every three or something like that, NFC Championship games on average. But let's start with Chiefs-Ravens. Sunday afternoon, three Eastern, three and a half most spots uh, when I checked earlier this morning. Still a three out there in one or two spots. This is, believe it or not, the first time the Ravens will have ever hosted the AFC Championship game. And they'll do so with MVP Lamar at the helm. Um, Their first AFC championship game as well overall in 11 years, I think it is. Uh, Chiefs, we all know, six consecutive AFC championship game appearance, but the first on the road. And I don't know, have we put that story to bed now, Joe? Um, Chiefs on the road in the playoffs with Mahomes. Can we put that to bed after one win in Buffalo? Or is that still a part of the conversation for us as we build up to a Chiefs-Ravens on Sunday afternoon? Oh, I think that's put to bed. The reason it was <laughs> a story is because we've just seen so many playoff games and it hadn't happened before, before obviously getting to the Super Bowl. Even though you might look at it and say, okay, should it have been that much of a story? Like, Yeah, Buffalo's tough to play at. It's a, it's a tough spot. People were firing snowballs at them. Uh, Chris Jones was getting into it with, with the fans before the game uh, on the field. So, yeah, I mean, Casey w- would have preferred Arrowhead for sure. Um, but I think it's put to bed for the first time for it to happen. And then they win, um, yeah, and dominate the yards per play in the matchup. A couple things come to mind right away. Now, first off, it's you get Mahomes as a dog again. And it, it's on or a little bit higher than a field goal. Eight, one, and one against the spread. Nine, one, and one now, actually. Um, that comes to mind. And also, just looking at the number. So, right now, the majority of sports books are at three and a half, but there are a few at three, a juice three, meaning minus 120. Is it, are we going to see that again? 
are we going to lose it today, tomorrow? It's three and a half everywhere. And then you're regretting it when you get to the weekend because you want to bet on the Ravens, but now you've got to lay three and a half instead of the juice three, the biggest key number in NFL betting. So, I mean, that's the first thing that comes to mind because the market is split on both games, which I find interesting. In the NFC one, there's six and a halfs or sevens. In this one, there's three, three and a halfs. That's not how the NFL typically works. Once we get to later in the week, Aaron, we know it's going to be the market agrees on one specific number. So, I mean, that's what's going on in my mind. If I'm going to be on the Ravens side, I want to bet it now because I'm not sure it's going to be three everywhere. Yeah, and even though it's a juice three, I just think the Ravens are playing so much better on both sides of the ball. The Chiefs defense, I think it's going to be up for a big challenge against Lamar. Um, And then I saw this, according to ESPN, the Chiefs um, 26 in EPA opponent design carry so i think stopping the run is going to be really hard for this chiefs defense as well so i just think the way lamar is playing the way this ravens defense is playing it was really cool to see what they did and and there is the whole mahomes andy reed you know kelsey had the two touchdowns but i just think top to bottom this ravens team is just playing so much better i think the the run game is a really important factor here you bring up like that Look at what Buffalo did on the ground last night, even in in a loss, 182 yards. Like that's, that's usually, you know, statistically you go back and look at Buffalo's numbers, not to rehash the Bills Chiefs game again, but you look back at the numbers and you go, you look at that, just the box score. Don't just block out the final score at the top of the box score and go back and look at all the Bills numbers, all the stat lines. You go, oh, okay. The Bills upset the, or the Bills beat the Chiefs that, you know, they, they finally got past them. And then you go and look at the score, you're like, oh, my God, how? what happened? Um, because statistically, they put up numbers on this Chiefs defense. And this is something I was it, – it's why I bet Bills yesterday and why I'll probably bet Ravens again on Sunday. The Chiefs defense is very good. I'm not here to argue that the Chiefs defense is not good. But when you get to these points, this late in the season, very good goes to great by making the big play when it needs to be made, by turning the opposition over. I think they've forced five turnovers in the last eight weeks. It's why going for the fake punt made no sense. They weren't turning you over, and you handed them the ball deep in your own territory. Again, they ended up getting away with it because of the Hardman fumble. But, like, don't – what are you doing? They can't turn teams over. If they can't turn Lamar over – I'm sorry. They're they're not beating the Ravens. That this is, and maybe I'll look like a fool on Sunday night at about seven o'clock because they will have gone into Baltimore <laughs> and just played a clean game, and and you know the intangibles end up proving themselves in the end. And Mahomes is Mahomes, and Reed is Reed, and all that. That defense is very good, but if they can't turn Lamar Jackson over, I don't think they win on Sunday. It, as good as they are. Yeah, I mean, that's why it was so close, right? Because they didn't turn the Bills over. That's been the storyline with Josh Allen all season, the interceptions. Well, he didn't throw any yesterday, but the big difference was, you mentioned the box score, the Bills ran 31 more plays. They just didn't do as much as the Chiefs did with it. Like, that's the difference. The Bills ran 78 plays. You can run on this defense. 
You can. Yeah. The Ravens have a strong run game. Oh, you better believe it. They have one of the best in the game, whether it's the quarterback or the guys in the backfield. Um, when I look at the Chiefs against mobile quarterbacks, of course, we've got Josh Allen twice yesterday and then in week 14. That week 14 loss was a field goal game. We remember the big difference. And then the, the call on the, the what ended up being a trick play, lining up off sides, like that was a difference maker. I'd say the other game where that really stands out mobile quarterback would be the Eagles game they lost in week 11. Mm. That one was by four. The Bills loss was by three. And the numbers right between the two numbers. Sitting at three and a half. Like you could mention fields, but it didn't matter. Like that game was over in the first quarter. There's a lot, there's a lot going on there. Um, but that's interesting. And, you know, we wonder, is the Chiefs offense back? Is it back? They have not played a defense anywhere near the caliber of the Ravens. Like no. go yeah. down the list. Beat up Bills, beat up Dolphins, Chargers working reverse in the regular season. Chargers, Bengals, Raiders, they'll stink. Patriots have a good defense, had a good game there. Uh, Bills, Packers, Raiders, Eagles, awful defenses. Like, we have to go back to week four against the Jets. Where I, I think we can make the case week three Bears, week four Jets, those are the only times they played good defenses all year. And we're talking about the first week of October. Yeah. And also, like, the Chiefs' defense is the strength. And on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, the Chiefs just don't rank anywhere near where the Ravens do. I think this could come mm -hmm. down to, like, the Ravens are just better top to bottom. It's I think it's going to be tough. And I'm with you, Joe. If you like the Ravens, you should just bet it now. Because it's, I like the Ravens guys. That's yeah, because three. To your point. Yeah, it's not coming down, right? You, you know that it's it's not coming down off a of three. It's only going up. So yeah, it's if you're on Ravens, today's the day. Go find your three, even if it's juiced, and <laughs> and and bet it, uh, because it's it's only going to go up, even if it only moves a half point. And eventually, everybody's going to be on three and a half or more. And then to your point, Joe, you're going to be out of luck. There are some props posted on this already at BetMGM. Three out of his last five games, Lamar Jackson has gone over his prop in rushing yards. It's 59 and a half right now. I love it. Um, that is one that, again, I, I, I may as well just, I feel like I should just write the love letter to Lamar Jackson now. It kills me as a Steelers fan, but like, I'm going to bang this drum all week. Like this, this is this guy's year. And this week is going to be the culmination of that. And he sends them off to the Super Bowl with a, a home AFC championship game win against the guy that is sort of universally lauded as the best quarterback of the generation, right? And 59 and a half, Lamar's going to do a lot of damage on the ground because as you just said, Joe, you can run on this defense. Um, it, it, it's Lamar for me, 59 and a half. I'm over already. Yeah, I... You know, as far as the running backs, I wish I knew what the plan of attack was, because if I knew they were gonna, it was gonna be one of the Gus games. I'd lean all into that. Uh, Lamar's the first one that came to mind after his hundred yard game, for sure. Fifty nine and a half, but you're paying it. I mean, that's that's a hefty number. Where's yeah. that gonna close at? Nobody's gonna bet the under. 
They're just gonna be betting no. over on that. So that's gonna probably mid sixties by the end of the week. And it's um and it's already yeah. juiced to one thirty five too. So I mean yeah. not a great return. Gus. Probably a Gus game. Like you've gotta stick with that's what they're gonna do, right? This matchup just stick with the run. I would think. I, I'm curious to see if if Andrews is back. If Andrews is back, Same. and all of a sudden you can use the middle of the field a little bit more. Not that receivers aren't going to run route. Uh, Ravens receivers aren't going to run routes into the middle of the field. But you know, when, when we talk Bateman, when we talk Flowers, when we talk OBJ, like those aren't the guys w- sitting down in the middle of a curl zone in the middle of the field, eight <clears> yards <throat> off the line of scrimmage, and just gobbling up seven or eight catches on ten or eleven targets, like. That's Andrews all the way. And I got to think if he's anything better than 75%, he's going to go on Sunday. Yeah. But what about Isaiah Likely? Like that guy scores like a touchdown in almost yeah. every game. Could he be I used know. in that situation? Because, you know, two to one plus 210, somewhere in that range, you can find him for an anytime touchdown. It seems like if that's working for you for over a month now, why do something different? So yeah, that- it's it's interesting because they they run for two twenty nine on Houston. A lot of it ends up being garbage time, right? But that's I think going to be the challenge with this week. Is it going to be tight throughout? If it is, who's getting the touches? Because if you look back at this week, the court Lamar ran it eleven times for a hundred. Justice Hill got thirteen carries. Gus Edwards had ten, and Delvin Cook had eight. So is it going to be three guys again? I think that's going to be pared down. It makes me wish that Keaton Mitchell was healthy because I loved betting his props because you have the high ceiling there. You know, he'd be involved. Oh, man. But but I think it'll be more Gus and Justice Hill. There's an Keaton interesting so intangible good. here at play, too, that I think we can we can start to think, you know, talk more about throughout the week. Go back and look at the Ravens in the back half of the season and how many close games they played. There's what the overtime win against the Rams. That's that's really it. Um, they had an unnecessarily tight one against the Cardinals midseason uh, on the road, uh, but their wins for the most part were dominant. And mm-hmm. has that has that softened them up a little bit? I mean, when, when you're when you're winning every game. I understand one side of the coin is, well, no, they're winning in dominant fashion. What are you talking about? You dummy. They're winning dominantly. You want them to play in close games just so they can sharpen themselves <laughs> up in, in close game. No, they're win by two touchdowns every week. What are you talking about? But the other side of it is when they find themselves in a squeaker in a tight game against Mahomes and the chiefs too. I don't care if you're at home or not. Like there, everybody starts to pucker just a little bit. It gets a little bit tighter, and we haven't seen Lamar make mistakes in a while. If he gets in that pressure cooker at home, we're supposed to win this. We're at home. This is our shot. This is my MVP season, and now it's it's a field goal game, and I got to convert on fourth and one. And I wonder if you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect it to with a with a Harbaugh team, but does the pressure start to cook a little bit, Joe? Look what they did against good teams this year. I'm not counting the Steelers. Can 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 we remove them? <laughs> can ahead, we remove yes. them from this conversation? Like if we say if we list wow. off what they did against the good teams, I well, part of it is because they lost against them. But you know, it's of course Houston destroyed. Um, remember how big that Niners game was? Everybody was all hyped mm-hmm. for it. 
beat them by multiple scores yep. on the road. <laughs> like, look, line up the good teams and what they did. The losses, I'm, I'm joking about the Steelers, but they were surprise no-shows. I don't think yeah. we're going to get that. I don't think yeah. so either, but it's when, nah. when you've been, I don't want to say coasting, when you can co- coasting in games for a month and a half, if things get tight against that, the guy, against Mahomes. Texans game was competitive in the first half. Maybe that's just what they needed to get it out of their system. And then. <laughs> Lions, Niners next right here on BetQL Daily.